Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Bring at 64, Fort Belvoir at 67, 64 downtown D.C. 259. This is WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is brought to you by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Coming up. The U.S. airman who set himself on fire outside the the Israeli embassy has died. Within a span of 15 days, 11 pedestrians were killed in crashes across Virginia. I'm Kate Ryan. The government launches a probe into possible fraud by organ collection groups. Washington Post science reporter Mark Johnson joins us live with details. That's coming up at 315. An honor for a well-known voice in D.C. sports. It's really been a dream come true. I'm Neil Augenstein. Kind of a mixed day so far on Wall Street with the Dow down 19 points. The Nasdaq, though, up eight. The S&P down a dozen. It is three o'clock on WTOP. Is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. Senators are back on Capitol Hill today ahead of a critical deadline to avoid a partial government shutdown. CBS's Scott McFarland says lawmakers now have less than a week to figure out funding for several agencies. Families who get their paychecks from the government, military service members, federal workers have to worry about going without paychecks for some time. There are disruptions in federal programs, things like WIC. Women, infants, and children, nutritional support, SNAP, the supplemental nutritional assistance for those who need federal help to afford their food. Congressional leaders are also butting heads on an aid bill for Israel and Ukraine. They'll meet with President Biden about it tomorrow. Later this week, both the president and former President Trump are headed to Texas. Here's CBS's Nancy Chen. The president will head to Brownsville, where he will meet with Border Patrol agents, law enforcement officials, and local leaders. Trump will deliver remarks in Eagle Pass. Nikki Haley says she plans to keep fighting for dissatisfied voters despite losing another primary to Trump. CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Michigan's Republican primary is next on Tuesday and is open to Democrats and independents. Haley supporters we met cross party lines and want her to keep going like this Democrat. She's the only one that could part the Red Seas of, the, of, of Trumpism. And this Republican. She doesn't have all the court cases and drama. She is a person of character. She's a person of integrity. Haley rallies today in Grand Rapids. The Pentagon says it's wrapped up an internal review of Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's secret hospitalization in January and found that while processes could be improved, there was no indication of ill intent. Major General Pat Ryder. The review found that the Deputy Secretary was at all times positioned to perform all the functions and duties of the Secretary of Defense during the period of transfer from January 2 through 5, 2024. The rest of the review is classified. An update now on a missing Virginia couple in the Caribbean. Police in Granada now believe Kathy Brendel and Ralph Hendry were thrown into the ocean and died. Three escaped prisoners have been arrested, and Royal Granada Police Force Commissioner Don McKenzie says they believe the prisoners disposed of the couple after hijacking their boat. Information suggests that while traveling between Grenada and St. Vincent, 
they dispose of the occupants. The couple had sailed their catamaran from Virginia, spending the winter cruising the Eastern Caribbean. Matt Piper, CBS News. George Michael's being honored on the Royal Mint's new collectible music coins in the UK. Prices for the limited edition collectibles start at 20 bucks, but they can soar into the thousands. Previous coins honor Queen, David Bowie, and Elton John. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. It is 3.03 on Monday, February the 26th. We have sunshine, clouds out there, highs. Well, they are in the 60s. Good afternoon. I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Our top local story this hour here on WTOP. An active duty member of the U.S. Air Force has died after setting himself on fire outside the Israeli embassy in D.C. It happened yesterday. He was protesting the ongoing war in Gaza. D.C. police have identified him as 25-year-old Aaron Bushnell of San Antonio, Texas. Law enforcement officials say he started a live stream on the social media platform Twitch set his phone down, then doused himself in an accelerant, then ignited the flames. He can be heard saying that he will no longer be complicit in genocide. Israel has adamantly denied the genocide allegations and says it's carrying out operations in Gaza in accordance with international law in that Israeli-Hamas war. 304 within just 15 days, 11 people have been hit and killed in crashes in Virginia. Police say these happen near highways and in neighborhoods during the day and night. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us. Matt Dimline with Virginia State Police says the 11 cases involving pedestrians who died as a result of crashes happened in a variety of circumstances. Demline says state police are urging drivers to take care in areas they would expect to see pedestrians. You know, for example, school zones or near crosswalks, please take extra caution. Never pass another car near a crosswalk because you don't know why that car has stopped. There may be someone in the crosswalk and you wouldn't see them until the last moment. And Fairfax County police say two cases in the 15-day period involved pedestrians crossing outside of crosswalks. State police urge pedestrians to cross inside of crosswalks. And don't assume the driver can see you. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. A plan to revitalize downtown D.C. is apparently expensive. It'll take five years to implement, cost $400 million. At least that's what political and business leaders in the city are saying as they look for ways to increase economic activity in that area. Those who support the plan say downtown D.C. needs a boost as things haven't been the same since the pandemic hit, with fewer people in the office and more employees working from home. The five-year revitalization plan would put $82 million toward improving streetscapes, cultural districts, and the arts. $76 $76 million would go toward new economic drivers, such as the addition of new housing, and $45 million would be spent on attracting and retaining new office users. The district cannot look backwards. As D.C. Council Member Kenyon McDuffie, who chairs the council's Business and Economic Development Committee. Our next steps are going to be as part of an economic development approach that helps us attract new businesses, retain our current businesses, while also focusing on a downtown that welcomes everyone. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. Metro is getting ready for major service cuts later this year in case it doesn't receive any additional funding to avoid the $750 million budget shortfall that it faces. And this week, Metro wants to hear from you. It's going to host three public hearings. You can ask questions and give feedback on which services it should prioritize if those difficult decisions, it says, have to be made. 
The first hearing is tonight. It's at the Silver Spring Civic Building. There's another one tomorrow at Metro's headquarters at LaFont Plaza. And on Wednesday, Metro will be at the Bosman Government Center in Arlington. All the public hearings start at 6 in the evening. If you can't make any of those, there's a virtual option on Thursday at noon, or you can take an online survey on Metro's website. Now, in recent weeks, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia have proposed giving Metro a combined $480 million to help fill its budget gap. It's 3.07. He's a beloved voice in D.C. sports, and he's earned a well-deserved tribute, and I think you'll recognize him. Pinballs to Rooney. Rooney sees Roll out. Time WTOP Sports Director Dave Johnson was also the broadcast voice of DC United for 27 years before calling his last game in 2022. Uh, overwhelmed by the, the kindness and love I received over the weekend. On Saturday, DC United named the Audi Field Broadcast Booth the Dave Johnson Broadcast Booth. Uh, look, I grew up going to Washington Diplomats games at RFK, and I always believed in, in, in soccer as a, a unifying force. He says his biggest honor and the real joy of being behind the mic was being part of the D.C. United community. The ability to connect. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up in Money News after traffic and weather. A mixed report card for Boeing when it comes to improving safety. I'm Brendan Hazelton, 308. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. Prince William County, Virginia, paramedics finding a rollover crash on I-95 and Woodbridge. It is northbound between Dale Boulevard and Prince William Parkway. One landing on its side with the fire rescue response blocking the left side of the main lane. You stay right and slowly get by northbound on 95, allowing for some southbound rubbernecking. 66 eastbound near the Beltway. The crash earlier in the afternoon, less serious, but... Still blocking the right lane. More than an hour and a half later, the right lane remains blocked well east of Nutley Street, but before the Beltway ramps. Westbound, just brief delays getting out to Centerville. Some volume delays on the Beltway interloop through McLean near the Legion Bridge, outer loop through Alexandria approaching the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, but no big drama on the Beltway in Virginia or Maryland. In Greenbelt, Maryland, though, on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, heading for the Beltway, southbound delays extend out of Laurel, the crash after NASA Goddard, and at most only one lane getting by. Northbound at the beginning of the Parkway, delays are easy which means the crash on Kenilworth Avenue north of Route 50 should be clear. Delays are easing off of DC 295. From Chevrolet to the Bay Bridge, it is full speed ahead on 50 to 70. Northbound traffic moving relatively well, save a brief delay passing through Gaithersburg. In the district, northwest Friendship Heights, Military Road was blocked at last report for utility work between 39th Street and Reno Road. The WTOP newsroom is furnished by Regency Furniture. Presidential savings are still happening at Regency. Shop now and enjoy 25% off plus free delivery. Affordable never looked so good. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. Our forecast now from 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we move through the remainder of the afternoon, a mix of sunny clouds with daytime highs ranging anywhere from the upper 50s to lower to middle 60s. Winds from the southwest at 5 to 10. Could see a bit of patchy fog late tonight into early tomorrow morning, especially closer to the water like the Potomac River. Temperatures in the morning will be in the 40s. By afternoon,
afternoon. We're in the 60s with a chance for a few showers. Tracking a robust cold front on Wednesday. Highs ahead of the front will be around 70. Behind it, only in the 40s on Thursday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. All right, we're at 65 in College Park. We've got 66 in Fairfax, 64 in the National Mall under sunny skies, and we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money news at 10 and 40 past the hour. Here's Brendan Hazleton. And Goodwill's plan to go big in Arlington has been given the green light. The Washington Business Journal reports the Arlington County Board has unanimously approved the nonprofit's plan to replace its flagship store at South Glebe and Route 50 with an affordable housing complex and a new store. While the company has made some strides, Boeing's push to improve its safety culture after the crashes of two 737 MAX planes is falling short. That's one of the con- conclusions of an FAA panel reviewing the plane maker's practices following those accidents. A report issued by the panel today says it found a disconnect between Boeing's senior management and others at the company over safety matters. In a statement, the company acknowledges it has more work to do. Quiet afternoon on Wall Street as we approach or get closer to the closing bell. The Dow is down three points. NASDAQ gaining 13. S&P down nine. Brennan Hazelton, WTOP News. At LMI, they're reimagining the path from insight to outcome at the new speed of possible. Discover what you can achieve at www.lmi.org. Coming up on WTOP, have Oregon collection groups been defrauding the U.S. government? Washington Post science reporter Mark Johnson joins us live in a couple of minutes. It's 312. Here's Tim Saffold, Executive Vice President, Autonomous and Unmanned Systems at Amentum, in the new series, Top Voices, creating a safer, smarter, cleaner world, sponsored by Amentum. Oftentimes, you parse through the data, and this is where AI may come into play, more so in the future as that continues to evolve, to help decide what data is actually relevant, which actually will support that decision quality information. To hear more of this interview, visit federalnewsnetwork.com search Amentum. At Amentum, we solve the world's most complex challenges. When the U.S. military accelerates hypersonics technology. When our nation safely remediates and cleans up nuclear waste. When the DOD modernizes digital systems. When smart and scalable clean energy is essential. When unmanned systems require enhanced capabilities. Amentum is there. Creating better outcomes for a safer, smarter, cleaner world. Amentum, solving what's next. Learn more at Amentum.com. This is John from 2060 Digital, and our partners are asking what will be the most significant transfer digital marketing in 2024. With a growing number of tools and privacy policies, digital advertising is becoming more complex. It's critical to tie your marketing spend to business results. To prepare for the new year, review your website analytics, ads platforms, and internal systems to ensure they work together to provide a clear ROI. For more questions and tips, visit us at 2060digital.com slash DC. It's not surprising America's banks are raising concerns about the Fed's new proposal to increase capital requirements. But what may be surprising is so are people, companies, and groups across America, Democrats and Republicans, corporations and nonprofits, manufacturers and consumers, even groups in Alabama and California. America's speaking out in rare agreement against the new capital rules. Is the Fed listening? Protect our economy. Paid for by Center Forward. Later this hour, the FTC in several states, including Maryland, 
Sue to block a deal that would merge two grocery stores, two giant grocery stores. Keep it here on WTOP. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to Begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. From taking on extra shifts to the years of hard work, the success you've already had matters at University of Maryland Global Campus because we're a school for real life. An accredited state university, UMGC lets you earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and life and work experience. Plus, we offer affordable tuition and online and hybrid classes, all with the support you need. Begin your next success soon. Undergraduate classes start March 13th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chef. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 315, I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. Organ transplant donations, such a big issue here in the United States. But now there's an investigation by the federal government into some nonprofit organizations that collect organs for transplant here. Trying to find out if they're defrauding the government. Mark Johnson is the Washington Post science reporter who covered this story. He joins us now live. Mark, thanks for joining us. Tell us about this. How did you dig into this and why are they investigating it? What's going on? Thanks for uh, for having me, Sean and Ann. Um, Well, it's there have been complaints about uh, the organ transplant uh, industry for for quite some time. Um, There's just a basic problem that there's a waiting list of 103,000 people approximately and 17 people a day are are dying waiting for organs and there has been a trend toward uh, some of the uh, organizations that collect the organs they're called organ procurement organizations and some of them have uh, started side businesses or own businesses that uh, they can then uh, hire for instance, transportation companies. Um, there's one or two, at least one or two uh, organ procurement organizations that have those. Um, as well, one of the uh, the big the agencies pushing this um, investigation is uh, the Veterans Administration, um, and their hospitals. Um, only 33 deceased donors between 2010 and 2019. Um, were uh, had organs taken, even though there were five thousand two hundred and eighty one patients that that uh, met the criteria that 's a really small um, fraction, especially given the need that 's out there and this investigation is not necessarily new it 's been around for several months, but uh, you 're reporting that it is getting a, a lot more serious, and we could possibly see criminal charges here. Uh, it's possible. The uh, we heard that investigators um, came to the uh, homes and offices of some of the executives of these organ procurement uh, organizations. That's uh, certainly a sign that the investigation is uh, is heating up. Um, the Senate back uh, in the fall um, sent out letters, um, in some cases very specific uh, letters um, to ten of the. Uh, no, it was, I think, eight of the organizations. And it's basically they were asking them very detailed questions about uh, possible conflicts of interest. 
Mark, we certainly appreciate your time and your insight on this. Hope we get to talk to you again. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Washington Post science reporter there, Mark Johnson. Top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. The Supreme Court heard arguments today over the content that's on social media and efforts by states like Texas and Florida to try and regulate free speech online. President Biden summons congressional leaders to the White House tomorrow to talk about funding for Ukraine and avoiding a government shutdown. We'll keep it here for full details on these stories in the minutes ahead. 318. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. And Dave Dildine in the WTOP Traffic Center. From Dumfries to Woodbridge, 95 and Route 1 crashes in the way. Delays northbound through Dale City extend up to a point before Prince William Parkway. On 95, the rollover crash response blocking the left side. Southbound rubbernecking. Route 1, northbound past Dumfries Road, 234. Crash reported also blocking the left side. You are getting by to the right slowly northbound on Route 1. I-66, longstanding crash eastbound. Near the Beltway, getting cleared out of the right lane. Westbound brief delays passing the Fairfax and Centerville exits. Volume delays are slow to develop, but still sluggish on the Interloop. Uh, heading for the American Legion Bridge and Outer Loop brief delays near the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. In the district, Third Street Tunnel, dark. Apparently, there's an electrical problem and there is no tunnel lighting. We did have indication that southbound access to the tunnel was very limited as of last hour. Northbound, it is unclear which lanes and ramps get through the tunnel. But if any does, any traffic does get by, it would be very slow to get out onto New York Avenue. DC 295 northbound, slow traffic into Maryland, but delays are easing. The crash on Kenilworth Avenue near 50 is clear. In Greenbelt, on the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, southbound traffic jammed. It is a crash between Nassau Goddard and Greenbelt Road. At one point, only one lane was able to get by. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Dave Del- WTOP traffic. Let's head over to the 7 News First Alert Weather Center. Meteorologist Steve Rudin joins us now. Steve, is this our first peak at spring? Feels like oh, it. Oh, uh, it's a peak, <laughs> and we're going to get another peak tomorrow and a wink on uh, Wednesday, and then eyes are shut. <laughs> Thursday and Friday with colder air on the way. So enjoy while you can. We've got really nice weather out there this afternoon. A mix of sun and clouds with temperatures well into the 60s. As we move into the evening, our temperatures will drop through the 50s. Eventually, we're in the 40s by early tomorrow morning. It could be looking at a bit of patchy fog, especially closer to the Potomac River. Now, tomorrow, mostly cloudy skies. It will be on the breezy side with scattered showers. Temperatures, once again, 60 to 65 degrees. We're tracking a cold front on Wednesday. That's going to bring cooler temperatures. But ahead of that front, we're around 70 degrees. Behind the front, gusty winds, showers, and then colder on Thursday, only in the 40s for daytime highs. 67 in Suitland, 65 in Potomac, and 66 degrees at the wharf. All right, thanks so much, Steve. And we're brought to you this afternoon by Len the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Well, still ahead on WTOP, we have some new information about why some people who want to buy their first home are having a hard time doing that. It's 321. And now, Regional Business Insights with Indira Hennard, Executive Director of the D.C. Rape Crisis Center and a member of the Greater Washington Board of Trade. The D.C. Rape Crisis Center is dedicated to creating a world free of sexual violence through conscience and action. We are the only rape crisis center in the District of Columbia, and we have spent over 50 years listening to the stories of survivors of sexual assault. We are working to empower a culture on consent. To learn more, go to dcrcc.org. Have you heard of plantar fasciitis? Hi, it's Jonathan Cotton with the Good Feet Store. And while that condition can be hard to pronounce... 
it's even harder to live with. Imagine jumping off the back of a pickup truck onto some rocks. That's what it felt like when I was suffering from plantar fasciitis. I was a runner who could no longer run, and my foot pain impacted me both physically and emotionally. Coming to the Good Feet Store was the first step to living my life pain-free. After searching and trying so many other products, I finally found relief with Good Feet Art Supports, and they still keep me running today. Now I get to help others who are struggling with plantar fasciitis to live their life pain-free. Maybe it's your turn. Is foot pain holding you back from living the life you love? Visit the Good Feet Store today for a free personalized fitting and test walk. The Good Feet Store has locations across greater D.C. and Baltimore. Visit goodfeet.com to book your appointment today or just stop by. I'm Jonathan Cotton, and we look forward to seeing you soon at the Good Feet Store. With just one touch, you can listen live to WTOP on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Download the WTOP app and choose it from your car's display so you never miss the stories you want to know. Good news on gas prices. The local news you need to know. This just in. Or the traffic you want to avoid. Avoid 66 if you can. WTOP News. Facts matter on Apple CarPlay or Android Auto. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org. Insured by NCUA. This is WTOP News. 323. A deal to merge two grocery store giants, Albertsons and Kroger's, has hit a snag. The Federal Trade Commission says the $24 billion deal would actually eliminate competition and lead to higher prices at the grocery store. The lawsuit was filed in Oregon. Attorneys General of eight states, including Maryland as well as D.C., joined that lawsuit. Kroger, which is based in Ohio, has stores including Harris Teeter, which you can find in D.C. and Virginia. Idaho-based Albertsons has brands like Safeway. Kroger and Albertsons agreed to merge two years ago. The company said combining forces would help them better compete against Costco, Amazon, and Walmart. Well, if you are looking to buy a first house, you might think now is a bad time for that down payment. And you're not alone. More than half of aspiring home buyers in a bank rate survey say they can't afford it right now. According to a survey from bank rate, incomes that are too low combined with high home costs and interest rates are pricing them out. For some, it's too daunting a task to go about buying a home at this point. Millennials aged 28 to 43 should be primed to own homes, but bank rate chief economic analyst Mark Hamrick says they're busy with other expenses. More than one in 10, 14 percent. Uh, citing student loan debt. One in four also have credit card debt across the board. About one in three, 30% said they thought it would take five years or longer to get enough money saved to get that down payment. Uh, and 10% said it would take a decade or more. One in five think they'll never be able to save enough. Luke Luger, WTOP News. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. George Wallace here with some news from the Nationals. Yeah, playing the Mets this afternoon with the story, Josiah Gray making his spring debut, and a pretty good one. Went through the top of the first with three strikeouts. Twelve of his 16 pitches were strikes. He went two innings today, five Ks, and just two hits, 20, uh, 33 pitches, 23 strikes. So that is a pretty good, a pretty good start for him, who did make the All-Star team last year. And James Wood continues to... Uh, have a good spring. Already one hit and one run driven in today. So it's a couple home runs. He's hitting slugging percentage, or uh, hitting 500 already this spring for James Wood. So a pretty good start for him as well. As far as the game, Mets lead it 5-3 to three, thanks to a grand slam there in the ninth. Jeff Jones announcing his retirement from college coaching after 32 years and a record of 560 wins, 418 losses, 19th winning as active coach in Division One. He's been at ODU since 2013. He had stepped away in January after suffering that heart attack while his team was uh, on the team's trip 
to Honolulu. He did lead the Monarchs to the tourney in 2019. In uh, 13 years at 